Legend or myth, truth or fiction, stories of adventure, a rare depiction. Listen close, but please be wary. Some of these stories may be scary. Now it's time for Celtic Fables in Rhyme. Balor of the Evil Eye, read by Joe Harris. One eye on the front, one eye on the back, of an oversized giant head. Who would dare stare at Balor? A fair young warrior once said. Another boy piped up, I'm sure he's not all that fierce. But the warrior put him straight, it's mountains his eye can pierce. He's blown up islands and rocks with that all-invading eye, and the one on the front is worse. It could cut a hole straight through the sky. This is the tale of Valor of the Evil Eye, a tale of war and of dread, a story that started long ago, when his father's druids were widespread. Valor's father had these druidic men concoct a terrible spell, a potion of death against the enemies his father wanted to quell. But Balor was a curious boy, you see, and he sneaked to look at the potion. But the fumes from the deadly spell caused a terrible commotion. I'm burned, shouted Balor, as the fumes stung his eyes, and he ran around in circles to the druid's surprise. Ow! Ow, I'm on fire! he cried out in terror. But his father wasn't shocked by his son's meddling error. Stop wailing, he yelled. My boy, it's okay. This was destined to happen today. The druids all gathered round and they kept the fire at bay. In a low humming sound they made sure Balor's pain went away. Balor sighed deep and sighed low until slowly he lifted his head. Don't stare upon any stood here, his father yelled, his face turning red. It has been deemed, one druid shouted. The prophecy has begun. Not only have we turned Balor's eye evil, but he'd be killed by his firstborn grandson. But it was too late for this druid, who was standing in Balor's view. He looked upon him with one eye, in the place where they used to be two. He struck the druid down with one stare, and then turned another to stone. You must close that eye, his father begged, or you will be left all alone. I can't stop it, Balor cried out. This eye is a mind of its own. Keep it closed, his father repeated. It's a power you must finally hone. It did take a while for Balor to get used to his new set of eyes. One in the front, one in the back, both with the power to fry. And so he grew into a giant of lore with the power to stun everyone. This powerful tool kept for enemies, even if one may be his grandson. Balor was the most feared of all giants because of his deadly power. Feared by the Tuhididanin, the mere mention of his name made them cower. He kept his eyes closed for his comrades, and his eyelids grew heavy and tired when an enemy was near when he fired. So his power weighed heavily on Balor. These magic eyes were somewhat of a chore, but he knew that he needed to use them to keep the Tuha at bay for sure. But it wasn't just his power that ailed him. He worried about what the druids had said. And when his wife gave birth to a daughter, he vowed to keep her from being misled. Ethna, my daughter, must be locked up, he said to her when she was young. There is no way on this dark earth you will ever give birth to a son. No matter how Ethna pleaded, her father was stout in his ways, and he locked her high in a tower to live out the rest of her days. For Bala was sure of the druid's prophecy, and this is all he could have done. 
After all, it was they who said he'd die at the hands of his firstborn grandson. And he told Edna she would never hear a man's name or see a man's face. She would stay locked up in the tower to keep her virtuous pure and chaste. Ethna grew up in this tower and had beauty that no man could see. It wasn't much of a life being kept under lock and key. The only one who visited was her mother who came every day. She worried for her daughter, but knew Balor would always get his way. But it was Balor who would bring about his own predicted downfall. Through greed and want, he'd seal his fate without thought of Ethna at all. Balor heard of a magic cow whose milk never ran dry, and he wanted it for himself. He could do with an eternal supply. But the cow was owned by Cian, the proud member of the Tuhididanon. Yet that didn't stop the giant Balor from getting what he was planning. So he and his men traveled at night and stole the magic cow clean away, as Balor kept both eyes shut tight in case he may injure his prey. He brought this cow to pasture beneath Edna's prison tower. A wee bit of company below your window, he yelled. You can look down on her, my flower. But Edna had grown to hate Balor. She didn't speak, she just glowered. Edna didn't care for a magic milking cow. She wanted someone else, you see. A friend hidden deep in her dreams who would make much better company. Kean of the Tuhadidanon woke to find his magic cow was taken. When he heard it was Balor who took her, he was fearful. In fact, he was shaking. But Kean did care for his magic cow and all of the milk that she gave him. So he traveled by night to Balor's land to retrieve what the giant had taken. Dawn was just breaking when he saw her. He thought the light was playing tricks. Fair Ethna looked down from her tower and in that second, Kean was transfixed. I have seen you before, my fair lady, Kean said with a heart full of love. And I you in my dreams, replied Ethna, from her prison tower high up above. But who locked you up so high? Kean asked, he was puzzled for sure. My father, Balor of the evil eye, the giant of power and of more. Your father isn't a good man. He likes to steal things from me. Perhaps I'll get back at his meddling by setting his daughter free. Ethna smiled happily down at Kean, the first man she'd ever spoken to. I don't wish to be mean to my father, but yes, setting me free, that would do. The tower's too high to climb, too lofty for me to scale. Is there any way past its stone walls? I must free you. I will not fail. I see there's a door on the back. I should manage entry, you see. If only it wasn't so thick. If only I had a key. My mother does. She comes to see me, Ethna said in hushed, quiet tones. I may have a plan then, said Kean. You won't be long left alone. Kean got three of his druids to transform into elderly women, and they stood beneath the tower, pleading to be let in. Ethna's mother took pity on them, because they looked frail and old and she unlocked the tower door to bring them in from the cold. But Kean followed closely behind and gave Ethna's mother a fright before Kean and Ethna rode away on the cow and disappeared into the night. When Balor heard Ethna was taken, he roared and shouted with ire. 
It took ten men to open his eye, and he destroyed the tower in fire. He took my girl, he roared. Some cruel man, some nasty and mean. No, dear, said his wife. She went willingly, with the two-headed Danans for keen. And this will mean my end, just like the druids did see. She will fall in love with this man, and give birth to a child one day, and this child will smite me down. I who have power and might, there is no running away from a prophecy unless I kill that child. That's right. Cian and Ethna lived well in love, and they did indeed have a son. It was he who was destined to slay Balor, as he who was to be the one. When Balor heard of this birth, he vowed to destroy this child. The druids couldn't keep them safe, because Balor was angry and wild. You must give up this child, said the druids. You must send him away, he must fly, or your father would slay him for sure, with one glance from his dark evil eye. The child was taken to Manon, a land known as Tirnanog. Here no one would ever find him, certainly not Balor the rogue. But this tale is not quite yet ended. There is more to it, and much is true. We will meet Balor once again, in the tale about his grandson, Lou. But when prophecies are foretold, and it's hard to escape them indeed, and Balor will get his comeuppance, yes, Lou will truly succeed. Who would dare stare at Balor? A fair young warrior once said, but maybe the trick is not to look back. Just lower your glance instead. Balor of the Evil Eye was adapted for rhyme by Sinead McClure and read by Joe Harris. Celtic Fables in Rhyme was produced by All Points West Radio Productions with music composed and performed by Harvest Tracks and was funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.